Hey guys, so what is Thrivehood, you might ask? Well, that's a good question. I'd say it's a relevant life roadmap for young men out there who want to thrive as they're maturing boldly into manhood. From the very serious to the silly, I chat about a wide variety of relatable topics that both challenge and motivate you to do what needs to be done now so you can become who you want to be later. I'm Tim Williams, and this is Thrivehood. The most important conversations that you will ever have are the conversations you have with yourself. Welcome in, guys. Uncle Tim, Thrivehood Podcast. Zig Ziglar made that statement over 50 years ago. And if that statement was true then, I got to tell you, it is more true now than ever. More true or truer is what's the right way to say that. It's truer now. How about I say it that way than it's ever been before. And I want to talk about monitoring your self-talk. Listen, you guys are at a prime age right now of getting a handle on this. You're not an old fart like me that's set in my ways and, and I, I've sort of made some mistakes along the way and done some good, not so good things. And if I had it to do over again, this area of getting a grasp and a handle on my self-talk, man, I'm telling you, I wish someone would have helped me with this. Your self-talk is a direct result of what's happened to you, okay? You just you just didn't wake up one day and decide, okay, I'm going to be negative or I'm going to be positive. Things have happened to you. Circumstances have happened to you. Situations have, have taken place. And you've made a choice. You've made a decision and a determination as a result of that on how you think about things. I believe that whole Harley, maybe somebody believes otherwise, but I believe the environment and our upbringing has a profound impact on how we think. So if you're a young man and you have negative thoughts, a lot of times this is for you. If you're a young man and you're pretty much a positive guy, but maybe you fall into that sometimes, this is for you as well. The point I'm making is this is for everybody because at any point, anybody can have a negative, a negative thought. Uh, let's start here. Let's talk about, first of all, we want to get a hold of this and, and we want to sort of get a handle on this. And if we're going to put together a game plan, almost like a battle plan for an army, we have to know what the enemy is up to. You know, it's hard to fight an invisible enemy, right? We, we don't know where to start. So let's start here. Negative thinking, negative talk can fall into one of four categories. Personalizing, it's pretty straightforward. You blame yourself for everything. No matter what, no matter what the circumstances, no matter who is involved, you blame yourself. The second is magnifying. You focus on the negative aspect of the situation only. There's never any positive. There's never any good. There's only negative in the situation or in events that take place. Third is catastrophizing. I hope I'm saying that right, but it's that word is a derivative of catastrophe. And that is you expect the worst. Even with reason and logic and common sense all added into the mix, it doesn't matter. You go straight to the worst. You know that the worst is going to happen. And then fourthly is polarizing. You see the world in black and white, good or bad, right and wrong. There's no gray. There's no middle ground. 
So why is that important, Uncle Tim? Because I think if we are going down a path uh, as it relates to a certain situation and we find ourselves negatively thinking, maybe the first way to counter that is to understand why we're thinking that way. And and I'll bring this up. It's sort of deep, but I'll, I'll just touch on it. I know that there's a lot of young people, boys and girls, but they, you know, their parents get a divorce and you read about this and see a lot that the children take on the responsibility. They feel like that the divorce of the parents was because of them which is not true at all, but they take that on and they feel that burden. They're trying to, they're trying to, they're trying to come to terms with what's happened is really what, what this boils down to. They're trying to, they're trying to figure out and, and compartmentalize this pain that they're feeling with, you know, with as a result of their parents divorcing. Well, what is that? That's personalizing. Okay. Well, that is good to know because now I can understand how do I combat that? Well, first of all, that wasn't my fault, right? That divorce had nothing to do with me, all right? It had to do with two other people that couldn't get along. So if we can just, first of all, identify, okay, now I understand why I'm thinking this way, then maybe we have a better idea of how to manage it and turn that turn that frown upside down, okay, is how we can look at it. What are some examples of negative talk? versus positive talk. Here's some. I'll disappoint everyone if I change my mind. Versus, I have the power to change my mind if I want. Others are just going to have to understand. I failed and embarrassed myself. Versus, I'm proud of myself for even giving it a go. Right? I'm overweight and out of shape. I might as well not bother. Versus, I'm capable and strong. I want to get healthier and I will. Here's one. I let everyone on my team down when I didn't score. Versus sports are a team event. We win and lose together. Failure is not a person. It's an event. How about I've never done this before. I'll be bad at it. I think that's a big one. Instead of that, how about this is a great opportunity for me to learn from others and grow. And then maybe lastly, here's just another example. There's just no way this will work out. I think that's a big one for us. Instead of that, how about I can and will give it my all to make it work out. Now, I know one of the big arguments and pushbacks to having a positive mental attitude is well, that doesn't guarantee that everything's going to work out, which that is mind blowing in and of itself, because that in and of itself is a, is a negative thought. But that's for another day. I want to stop here for a second and talk about a couple of points with with that statement in the power that we have to push against that. The first point and the counterpoint to that, I should say, is this. When it's all said and done, if if you have a positive attitude and a positive mindset and you still drop the ball when the game was on the line, your recovery speed from that disappointment is going to be much quicker. Your ability to overcome that disappointment is going to be much more favorable in your favor. Why is that? Because you have been approaching up to that point, that whole situation from practice until the game plan, until the game starts, until the fourth quarter, until that moment, 
with a attitude of being positive and being being excited for the opportunity. Because of that alone, your ability to recover from that disappointment is exponentially greater than if you had a negative attitude. As a matter of fact, that negative attitude that you had during the entire time up to the moment of dropping the ball, now what has happened is that's feeding the negative. Now what you've done is you almost, this is important, you were almost glad that you dropped the ball. Why? Because it proved you're right. Because it may, see, look, see, you see what I'm saying? Look what I, look, when I put my hand to something, look what happens. See, I'm right. I know myself. I know all about myself, right? And I dropped this ball. And so rather than recovering from that, you go deeper into the depression, deeper into the self-image issues that you have, right? Because you've proven yourself right. So that's point number one. Point number two is this. I can tell you guys, and I, I, I wish I had some stories I can, I can refer to. I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. But there have been decisions that have been made about an individual winning and getting, finding favor, maybe is a better way to say this, in certain situations simply because of their attitude. There's millions of stories like that. People that have missed opportunities in sports, missed opportunity in in careers simply because missed opportunities in jobs and opportunities of partnerships and starting companies and becoming CEOs, all of all, all kinds of situations in life that people missed out simply because of attitude of what they presented. And that attitude came from negative self-talk. So when I say that there are both intangible, intangible proof of having a positive mindset. Those are just small examples. Those are just very minimal examples of what I'm talking about. Listen, do you want to go through life flying high in the plane? Right? Do you want to be above everything and be able to have a wonderful view of life and seeing what's what life can be and enjoying life? Or do you want to be down on the bottom of the ocean in a submarine where it's dark and it's cold and you don't even know where you're going? <laughs> I mean, it's a crazy analogy, but that's how I see it, right? You got, you got one or two choices, you know? I don't know. It just seems to me like that would be the better approach. Let me finish off with this. So here are some benefits to positive self-talk as well, guys. It improves self-esteem. Stress management, well-being, you see yourself in a better perspective, in a better light, right? You just do. It reduces symptoms of depression, anxiety, even personal disorders. I know of people, research that was done, that they were on medication and they changed their mindset. They decided that they were going to change their mindset and move into a positive area of life. And they actually got off meds because of it. It improves your body image. It actually helps people with 
eating disorders. It can help you with that if you maintain that. You reduce your risk of self-harm and suicide. Oh my gosh, I believe, don't get me started on that. A positive attitude. I know you got stuff. We all got stuff. I know there's crap going on in your life. I understand that. Fight against it. Push against it. Kick and scream against it. I'm going to stay positive. I'm going to stay, you know, have a positive mindset here, right? Helps with pain, helps you, calms you down. It helps to motivate you to overcome obstacles on and on and on and on. You got one life to live, guys. You get one shot at this. Why not live it to the fullest that you can? And while good and bad is going to happen to all of us, and it will, if that's true, which it is, then why not go through it with the glass half full rather than the glass half empty? And until next time, guys, stay strong. This podcast is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed by guests are not necessarily those of the host. Please seek the advice of a trusted adult or qualified professional on matters specific to your needs. Thank you.